You're listening to Natural Election. I'm Matthew Moore. I'm Rachel Sanchez-Smith. And I'm Daniel Carruth. Happy to be here, guys. I feel like I've missed out on the banter from the last couple episodes. <laughs> feel a little left out. I promise we're not excluding you, Daniel. Wow. It's upsetting. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't confirm or deny that we've been <laughs> excluding you. Yeah. But we're excited to have all three of us in the same room here. Yesterday was the primary election. And, you know, as we look at the federal and the state elections, for the most part, we didn't really have any surprises. Rachel, can you give us an update on those? Absolutely. So the unofficial results are in for yesterday's primary, uh, according to tallies this morning by the Arkansas Secretary of State's office, former White House press secretary, the big... Big Sarah Huckabee Sanders, which we um, have our eyes on, easily won the Republican primary yesterday in her bid for Arkansas governor. She's vying the position that her father, former Governor Mike Huckabee, held. Um, Sanders would be the first woman in Arkansas history to be governor if she wins the election. Um, Incumbent Governor Asa Hutchinson is term limited and said that he is considering a run for president in 2024. Chris Jones, a nuclear engineer and ordained minister, was officially selected to be the Democratic candidate for Arkansas governor in the primary yesterday evening. And in an interview with Arkansas PBS, Jones said he would continue to focus on three key goals featured in his campaign, preschools, broadband and jobs. PB&J. Love they're trying to make it work. So it's really fascinating, you know, as we look at, you know, and the libertarian option is, is Ricky Dale Harrington. So regardless of... Who gets elected of those three? It's going to be a historic Arkansas governor's election this year. So let's let's uh, look at lieutenant governor races. So of course, Attorney General Leslie Rutledge secured the Republican nomination for lieutenant governor, securing just more than fifty-four percent of the vote. Those are staggering numbers. And State Senator Jason Raper came in second in that race with more than fourteen percent of the ballots cast. Washington County Judge Joseph Wood, who is also running for the Republican nomination, secured just more than 8% of the vote. There was some speculation around that race with such a wide array of uh, people who were candidates that there may potentially be a runoff. Daniel, were you surprised that we didn't see a runoff there? You know, I really wasn't surprised. I think just based on name recognition alone, I think most people could identify Leslie Rutledge, and it makes sense that she pulled out that nomination and another historic um, you know, nomination for her would be the first female lieutenant governor that Arkansas has ever had. Right. And on the Democratic side, running unopposed is Kelly Kraut. So we will have either an, way. Yeah, we will have two monumental historic elections for governor and for lieutenant governor in uh, 2022. Another historic election that happened on the Democratic ticket for U.S. Senate, Natalie James was nominated. She is the first black woman to be nominated for U.S. Senate in the state. And incumbent John Bozeman defeated primary candidates for re-election and will not have a runoff in that election either. And that's one that we thought may have gone into a runoff as well, but ended up Bozeman won uh, what was the percentage on that? Do you remember? Yeah, James will face incumbent um, Senator John Bozeman, who received 58 percent of um, of ballots in the Republican primary with challenger Jake Beckett receiving just more than 20 percent of the vote. And in the Secretary of State election, Republican John Thurston will have his chance to retain his office after securing more than 72 percent of the vote over opponent Eddie Joe Williams. Thurston will be running against Democrat Anna Beth Gorman in the general election. Gorman won the Democratic primary for Secretary of State with more than 58 percent of the vote over opponent Josh Price. 
That was an election I didn't know. I I genuinely did not know who would win that. The only name that I heard time and time again was uh, Josh Price. And so I was a little intrigued. I didn't see much of Annabeth Gorman's name. Yeah, I think it was mostly concentrated in central Arkansas. You know, she's from Little Rock uh, or in the central Arkansas area. And she was, uh, she was director of the Arkansas Women's Foundation. And I think Price is from Northwest Arkansas. Yes. And so it makes sense that, that maybe we didn't see as much of him. But I, yeah, I didn't really know what that one was going to be either. But it makes sense looking at it that that Annabeth pulled it out. Washington County and in, in their, I guess, campaigning for Josh Price also makes sense that we, we would think it's more of a toss-up. Right, right. So many of the voters that I talked to um, when I covered the, ele- the early voting election in um, the Washington County Courthouse, many of them were actually going just for Josh Price. Oh, wow. Which is interesting. So let's talk a little bit about turnout, Daniel. Yeah, I've got the good the good stats on turnout. So from the Arkansas Secretary of State's office, uh, for early voting, we had kind of a record turnout. We had 173,384 people who early voted. Uh, to break that down, uh, Republicans, that was around 133,000 people. Democrats, 38,000. And then other, it was around 1,700 voters. And just looking at like 2018 to compare that number, there was a total of 112,084 early voters in that 2018 primary. So a pretty uh, substantial amount of people who turned out for early voting in the primary. Um, And according to Secretary of State John Thurston, who we just talked about, uh, his office says that they project around 30 or 360,000 total voters for the primary who voted yesterday and in early voting. That's close to about 20% of all eligible voters. It's up from, I think if we look at 2018, it was 18%. The highest turnout in recent memory, according to numbers from uh, the Secretary of State's office, was 2010. And that was about 29% of eligible voters. Um, It was a hotly contested election because there was a U.S. Senate race. Uh, It was the Democrat Blanche Lincoln was holding the seat at the time. Eventually, she lost it to John Bozeman. In 2011 was when we saw a bunch of that Republican flipping of right. of Arkansas. Right. In a, in a previous episode when, Daniel, when you talked to Janine Perry, she was kind of expecting somewhere between 18 yeah. and 22 percent. And that's just about where we landed. That's pretty much where it ended up. Yeah. So one of the interesting things about uh, elections is if if there is a race, typically this happens with three three people or more in a race. Uh, you will have runoff elections. And this is when one candidate doesn't get a plurality, which means they don't get more than 50% of the votes in an election. And in Northwest Arkansas, we are seeing, um, I've got a list of 14 different races that will be uh, a runoff election. You know, we have the state Supreme Court associate judge position too. This was a statewide election. And uh, the way that it's looking right now, last I checked, it was 97% plus of the votes were in, and there was still not a plurality in that election, which means that will be a runoff election that we will see. Uh, we're looking at state Senate seat 28 and 35 uh, in Northwest Arkansas. Those are both going to be runoff elections. There are two state representatives who are going to be in a runoff, and that's District 23 and District 52. And then we have three different county judge 
elections that are going to be in a runoff. The Republican for county judge in Carroll County, in Crawford County, and in Washington County. So we've, we will have um, a link to the Secretary of State's election results website at KUAF.com vote, where you'll be able to see all of the most up-to-date election results for that. Um, either of you, were you, uh, were you surprised to see uh, the county judge uh, elections, especially in Washington County, where I think we had four <laughs> different names on the ballot? Um, were you uh, surprised to see a runoff in that election? Uh, yes and no. I think I was just surprised that I didn't hear as much about it leading up to it. So I guess I was surprised that anything really was exciting was happening in those races. Maybe I should be less surprised since I co-host an election podcast. <laughs> right. But yeah, it was interesting to read all those returns today and see just how many election runoffs there would be and how many co- were concentrated here in, in our region. Right. Um, there was a power outage at one of the election spots, right, Well, Daniel? yeah, so there were two power outages. So there was a power outage in Fayetteville yesterday. One hit the Washington County Courthouse. And so officials actually who were um, counting the ballots, they had to move that to the sheriff's office <laughs> uh, to finish counting. And um, power also went out at the Sequoia uh, Methodist Church on Old Wire Road. It was around 3.30. Uh, but luckily they had some backup battery power. And so they were able to keep the polls open. Uh, and I think that power came on maybe, you know, a few minutes later. But yeah, it was probably the most exciting thing that happened yesterday <laughs> was the power outages. <laughs> By the way, the runoff election is set for June 21st. June 21st. And just as a reminder, if you voted in a Republican primary, that means that you are the only one who can vote in a Republican runoff. So if you voted uh, non-preferential judicial only, or if you voted a Democratic ballot in a primary, you cannot vote in a Republican runoff. And from what I'm seeing from my list here, all of the runoffs are going to be Republican ballots uh, throughout Northwest Arkansas. But make sure, you know, once once election results become official without with within the Secretary of State's office, um, you will know for sure what's going to be on your runoff ballot. And one of the other interesting things, you know, Michael Tilley from Talk Business and Politics talked to us on Ozarks at Large last week about uh, two taxes in Fort Smith. Daniel, do you have the, the yeah, stat for that? They were both uh, both approved uh, yesterday. I think pretty easily went through, and that's that's money that goes to approve. Uh, it's funds for the city mainly to improve their sewage system, and then also some of that money goes to like city improvements for parks, fire department, police department. And I think it's a a 0.25% and 0.75% tax. Right. And those were both continuations of a tax that is already in place. From 2012, I think. And then that'll continue through 2030. I will say, coming up uh, for the general election, so if you did not register to vote for the primary, you can get registered now and then vote in the general election in November. So... Get registered to vote. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, just because the primaries are over doesn't mean we're going to quit talking about elections here at Natural Election. Make sure to keep us in your feed. And uh, as news comes up, the three of us will get together and we'll talk about it. So for KUAF and Ozarks at Large, I'm Matthew Moore. I'm Rachel Sanchez-Smith. And I'm Daniel Carruth. Thanks for listening.